0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
1: What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm serious. What the fuck? Think about it. Now, not too hard. Don't hurt yourself. Oh,
2: my God, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're sobbing. You know the gifs on Tumblr that would run rampant. But
2: I need you. You do the part so well. Before we get into anything, welcome if you're new here. I want to say we are two black, queer, chaotic sisters. It's me. We're fanboys. It's me. This is the first time you're hearing my voice. We're, fa- <laughs> yeah, that was Amber. I'm Amanda. Um, I would like to say if you have listened to these episodes, if you're new here, if you just think that this is something that's intriguing to you, we do have a Patreon, and we produce the show completely on our own. We are not rich. We would love your support. If we would you love your support. If we've ever made you laugh or feel seen or heard or just enjoyed our content, please consider becoming a patron, patron on our Patreon, patreon.com slash fangirlcentral. Support the chaos. That's patreon.com slash central. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Today is October 26th.
1: So that's the last Thursday in October, which means?
2: I woke up at 8 a.m., came over to Amber's apartment, and we just watched the R Flag Means Death season two finale. Now, that's not the first thing we're going to be talking about, but that's the headspace that we're going to. That's what and we're
1: in, and that's why I'm wearing a hoodie.
2: And that's why I'm wearing Blackbeard's top that I wear, and I have worn. This is the fourth time probably. Mm-hmm. And, and it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. I just wanted to pay homage to Edward Teach, played by Taika Waititi. <clears throat> Edward, we can't get into it yet. Teach makes me sad. If you're watching this on YouTube, my face is distraught, and I'm smiling real big. I mean, if you're not watching it on YouTube, my face is distraught. But like, go to the YouTube, and then you can see that my face is distraught. Um,
1: and I'm smiling real big. I, but it's a pain smile, guys. Always.
2: Guys. Okay. I'm just really upset. We can't. We, we can't, can't jump w- into No, it. no, 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 no. What should we start with? Well, first of all, update on the Archive of Our Own shipping bracket. Kirk Spock won. That's right. Kirk Spock wow, won. Wait,
1: that kind went out of left field. They won.
2: No, it didn't. No, I don't think it did.
1: Well, no, but from the last conversation we had, like we didn't talk about them once.
2: Oh no, we didn't. But b- because I did mention them once, I was like, if you're gonna say, if you're gonna say respect fandom oh, history, we, you respect Kirk and Spa. Your eyeshadow
1: looks amazing. Thank you.
2: Sorry, y'all. I'm it's kind a little of high right now. Same, it's a little bit of a mix of like when we record these episodes, probably one or both of us is high. I like um,
1: just got high though. I have having hard focusing on <laughs> this. <laughs> Listen, listen,
2: I'm listening. I'm here. I'm about to get high. I'll probably get even higher than you because probably Amber has a higher tolerance than me and an I don't smoke. I just take edibles. But anyway, um, I love Kirk and Spock. They I, I'm a big Kirk Spock shipper. Like I, I have a lot of respect for them. I have this Kirk Spock pin. You know what, David? I'm going to take this off of you. Can you help me, Amber? I just got back from my first physical therapy. My second
1: physical therapy appointment, but I feel like this is the first one where we, we really were doing things and making progress. And I just felt my shoulder.
2: Okay, if you're no on um, the pot, if you're listening to this audio, I'm so sorry, but I'm showing my Kirk Spock pin that I got at San Diego Comic Con this year. <laughs> um, Look! It, it's so good. It's so good. I also have my obsessed with Our Flag Means Death pin, and wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. You wear fine things well. And
1: look at that. And I have it on. I look at that. I have it on my sweatshirt as well.
2: Shout out to the Our Flag Means Death meetup that we did. We went to at uh, San Diego Comic Con. That's where I was Barbie Blackbeard. They really organized a great meetup for there and they gave us those free pens. And we got, they got on a docked pirate ship. They literally say, You wear fine things well in both seasons. So. I mean, you couldn't even ask for a better pin. But I I just wanted to say that I'm really happy that Kirk Spock won because they, like, birthed this history of, like, slash fic and, like, shipping culture and fandom culture. Congrats to them. It's well-earned. And you know what? There doesn't need to be any drama about it. I think we all can agree that Kirk Spock deserved the d- glory.
1: I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a Trekkie. Is that what they call them? Yeah, they do. I'm not, but I'm happy for them.
2: I am like I'm a... I'm happy f- for them. I'm like a fake Trekkie because I've only seen the original series and the original series uh, movies and animated series. Like, I have not seen anything that's not like the original cast. And everybody keeps telling me to watch The Next Generation. I'm like, yes, I w- okay, I will. I but wonder I'm obsessed if I would like with it Spock.
1: I wonder if... I'm just like, wh- I wonder if I would like it now.
2: I don't know. I do you do crack you, at it. Do you like campy stuff? Yeah. I really just like never really watched... I've never watched it. The original series is pretty entertaining to me. I think it's funny. I think it's camp. I think it's sci-fi. I think it's cool. I think it's neat. Our both of our parents love it.
1: That's true. Both of our parents love like it. Like, I
2: think it's a cool... I I like it. Um, You know what I all wanna also, like, want to get into?
1: I want to get into... I really want to go down a Greek mythology hole. Like, I really want to. I
2: fucking love I Greek mythology.
1: I also missed out on the family reading all the Rick Riordan books. Like, I'm like, maybe I should go back Oh, my so. God.
2: Amber, read Percy Jackson. What I is got, up with you? I got to page
1: 37 in eighth grade amber
2: literally read percy jackson. i remember because i wouldn't book your the book i
1: i would just um remember what page i stopped on and for the longest time it just was sitting on my heart i was like you are just you still on percy jackson page 37 you're still on page 37 of percy jackson and you need to go back and read it and so i've always remember that and then by the time i went back to read it probably like maybe 2017 <laughs>
2: <laughs> you need to go wait read. Amber, it you would lo- i was like oh i need i can't just begin and amber you would love percy jackson like it's literally like what's wrong with i you? know i would and you know what you know who we need
1: to talk to you about it tiana because tiana loves it too did you know that no she read the first book she read the books and um like loved it you know what the truth is y'all what <sighs> there is a day that one direction will come back okay violent and we have to stop b- violent living in the we were
2: not talking moment. about that i know well we do have to live in a world where one direction will come back we i, I agree with you i just it was it. like you need to set a warning behi- before like what, just
1: let it sink in and be prepared because
2: i'm trying to let it sink in. hold on there i'm trying
1: let me say this there are twitter there are twitter accounts that are like day 37,000 of one direction not really uniting like what day we're on? Like legitimately, since the day of the last w- their hiatus performance when they said they were go- since the day they said they were going on a two year hiatus. yeah their last performance, and I'm like yeah we're g- racked up those days because it it's gonna keep track because it's gonna come it's happening
2: yeah it's happening and we're we're gonna be there obviously but like we can't live <laughs> in denial Amber Amber speaking to herself Amber speaking to herself
1: we have to admit it.
2: We have to admit it. Go back and look at, at Tiana's episode of the podcast. I mentioned this, and both of them said, Amanda, shut the fuck up. I'm they said, Amanda, shut the fuck up. And I said, We have to face this. So just, Amber is talking to herself. I am. Maybe so. We have to <laughs> face the facts. We are facing the facts, but you know, we're going to Harry Ween this weekend, and I will be dressed as Louie. I will be dressed as Louis Tomlinson because we did do drag. What day is it? It's the 28th. What day is that? It's on the. That's t- Saturday. No, it's on the 29th. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday night. You're going to be out in these streets on a Sunday night oh and geez. I'm going to be dressed as Louis Tomlinson in his <gasps> iconic outfit.
1: I don't know what I want to be, but I want to do something like um, One Direction related, but not one of the boys.
2: Okay. I believe that you will do that. I believe that you'll figure it out. <gasps> what if you just dress as Harry? Like now? Sh- no, shut up. First of all, no. Why? I could loan you
1: my lasagna jacket. No. Leave wait. That's an idea. But that's it not literally is. H- that's an idea, but that's not my that's I was gonna say an idea and I want you to hear it. Okay. One of the characters from the best song ever video. Oh, that's a good one. But which one? Zayn? Um yeah, either Veronica or uh Marcel Marcel.
2: Purple glasses look like Zayn's glasses in that video.
1: Liam's Who's would be m- the easy Marcel to recognize that but I don't Harry. Be D- Roy.
2: Yeah. I need to watch that. He I haven't seen it. He's wearing a, really a sweater vest time. and
1: his glasses and um, bothering everyone.
2: Okay. Okay. We, 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 we'll we we'll take pictures. And honestly, like this, this episode is going to be coming out after Halloween. So we'll put them up on the screen. Yes. Here they are. Here they are. This is what we looked like at Harry Ween. Okay. Um, I want to mention, because I said this to you, yes. but I have not obviously said it on the podcast. But. I watched this movie that came out in 2005 called Casanova um, starring this man, David Tennant, and written by Russell T. Davies, who show ran Doctor Who seasons one through four and is now the showrunner again. And what did he he do? The first thing he did when he came to showrunner again, brought back David Tennant. Okay. This movie, David Tennant is playing Casanova before – This movie, I swear – I don't swear. I know because I literally – read it but this movie got him the role of doctor who because of russell t davies obviously but like literally he's just playing the doctor if he was horny like he's having sex with women left and right like left and right and it really injured me look at me in my face it injured me i was having a problem i was having multiple he's making out with people He's making out with sorry. He made out with a black woman. And do you know that I, it's so? God is protecting me. The universe is protecting me because if I had seen David Tennant make out with a black woman when I was sixteen, <laughs> it would be over for me. It would, <laughs> be would be over, for, like would be over for Amanda. It would be over for sixteen-year-old Amanda if I if a man. Eh. If sixteen-year-old Amanda saw David Tennant making out with a black woman,
1: do uh, you know uh, the, g- <laughs> the gifs on Tumblr that would run rampant th- on your dashboard and through your mind? It's just a, it's just a bless. It's just it's it's just
2: a blessing. because as we Lord. said in previous episodes, we would we would, oh we, would we would we would just drop to the floor for any white British man. Yeah, and for me, it, it is forever and always David Tennant and. In high school, whenever I would see a white man or white like character like head over heels for a black woman, I was like, "Oh my god, I am obsessed with him." He, it's like he's hot, and he thinks that somebody that looks like me is hot. Mm-hmm. It's like when Justin Bieber said that his celebrity crushes were Beyonce and yes, Rihanna. Yes, I agree. And so that's not even that wasn't even the central thing of the movie. Like it wasn't that big of a deal to me now, mm. but I just want to pay homage to myself ten years ago
1: because yeah, that because was that's a big deal de-
2: that would have been a big deal uh, but and also I wouldn't have known like I wouldn't have known what to do with my hormones back then like yeah, I w- would just would have been like losing it. like you I, I literally like,
1: what it, what about now
2: we just need to be thankful that I discovered this movie this year in the state that I'm at this year I also finished staged I'll I'll wrap up my little David Tennant update I also finished staged which is do you know what staged is It's David Tennant and Michael Sheen playing themselves on Zoom during quarantine, like rehearsing a play. But they're like horrible asshole versions of themselves. And it's like a comedy and it's all on Zoom. And both of their wives are in it. And, like, it's just really ridiculous. Like, it's so ridiculous, but it's really funny. Yeah, it's scripted. But every season, it keeps getting more and more meta. Like, season two, they're like, Sage, season one was so good. Like, is that how you really are in real life? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. But then it's back on Zoom. And then season three is like, oh, we're making season three of stage, but we don't want to. And then it's like them arguing with each other. But I just finished I it. I thought I'd like that. And I really enjoyed it. I think you would like it, Amber, because they I have would. a lot of chemistry and it really helped me see that they don't even just have chemistry in Good Omens. They Wait. have chemistry with each other.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I just looked down and it looks like Stitch is looking at me. Ah! Oh, he's so cute. You know what I just had a flashback of? This is all you used to do as a kid. Do you remember? You would, what? Make, the, you would make the animals be so adorable. <laughs> And I just would just die. I, th- I think that's when you grew out of playing with dolls and like, anim- like yeah. animals like animals, our little stuffed animal yeah. family.
2: I was like, but I need you. <laughs> you do the part so well. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot that I used to do that. <laughs> they were so cute. And remember, <laughs> remember the Laffy Taffy. Yes, I remember Laffy Taffy. And you're the bop you on the head. <laughs> is it crazy that her, we called her Laffy Taffy, and Laffy Taffy is literally what you call an ass, and she had a huge ass. We had this cat. Her name was Taffy, and like she was <gasps> Who really named her small. That? Our mother. Was it grandma? It was probably grandma, because it was our mom. But she that wasn't even the slang back then. I think it was. Laffy Taffy? Yeah. Girl, shake that Laffy Taffy. Yeah, you think that when was slang back then? The because no, I think it is, because everything comes from the black community. Oh, the candy The candies have been around. Somebody tell us. How long is Laffy Taffy? I don't know. But she had to Google it. She didn't have any back feet. She was like permanently in loaf position. So she only had like her front paws. And then like the back was like just a loaf. She was the cutest cat in the world. And
1: if we can find
2: her, where do you think she is? She's probably in a
1: box somewhere. We would
2: have her bop. I would have her bop Amber on the head with her butt, and she would bop other animals on the head, and she had a big attitude.
1: Yes, yeah, we she, made her. We made her a whole personality. Like you gave them so such good personalities that I was like, it was like legitimately Toy Story. Like I was like, if they like, I, if
2: we left the room, they had their story. Oh my god, they had it. You're right. I mean, d- d- like, duh, we're storytellers. Oh. Like, uh, I feel like everybody who was, like, a writer, and like,
1: and Toto. or
2: actors, like, yeah, like, I used to just entertain myself with my dolls, and, like, they literally had personalities and stuff, and I believed it. I literally believed it. Like, with our My Scene dolls and stuff. <gasps> Me too! Like, we, like, like, even with American Girl dolls, uh, we
1: stepped up with American Girl dolls. We got an, uh, in an, an obsession where we would just get the catalogs and circle every single thing we wanted. We wouldn't get anything, but, like, no, you we, know, y'all uh, know that, I, that that shit was expensive. I
2: thought we were gonna make a but whole American Girl right, doll room. I was like, room. we're just
1: checking it off the list. Eventually, it'll get here. But we, you know what? That delusion kind of got me through the point of time where I wanted it. By the time I grew out of it and didn't have it, it
2: didn't matter that Literally. badly. Yeah, I wanted the car. I wanted the bathtub. I oh, wanted. was a car. I wanted. I wanted Samantha's desk. I wanted. To I wanted look like, desk and it to we didn't look even like have the Samantha. American Girl store. Me too.
1: Like that place was in incredible when we went there we went there in 2006 the very first time we visited california and i was eight Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and amanda was 10 Mm -hmm. and it was magical we went to we went to dinner there and like they had they gave our dolls makeovers like they legitimately gave they fixed their hair
2: right lisa's Lisa's hair had gone a little kind of crazy i I don't know how they did that
1: i don't know how they did it either but it's magic, and I would love to go back. They probably
2: do it a lot, because, honestly, <sighs> like, children probably, like, destroyed. Imagine destroyed they just, like, things. give you a new doll. Oh, my God. Do you think? Because how much is Oh, my it? God. Do you think they did that? I don't know. What if they, like, replaced her head? Yeah, that's, yeah. Or, like, took her scalp off. Took her
1: scalp. Yeah.
2: They probably just took her scalp off and, like, replaced it. Can somebody it. do
1: an American Girl um, Place documentary? Thank you. Thanks. Tell us
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
3: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC.
2: Okay, we're going to get into Our Flag Means Death. It's time. It is the final Thursday of October. Our Flag Means Death is over for the season.
1: We don't know when it's coming back. It might be a year, which is really annoying to me. It'll
2: probably be over a year cuz the, the actor strike is still going on. Right. And I'm sure they would like they wouldn't want to start like writing full fleshed character stuff without knowing that they have the actors coming back, you know, type deal. I'm so
1: stressed
2: let's not even think about the stress because I am confident that it'll come back. And you know why I'm confident that it will come back? I think that there are a lot of fans out there that are stressed and upset that this might be the end of Our Flag Means Death. But I want you to say, I want to you guys to know that when we were waiting for a season two re- renewal, that is when we should have been stressed. That is when, because it was a like Max, like HBO Max was turning into Max. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery was shit taking shit down off the platform they were renewing things and then immediately canceling them Mm -hmm. like taking it back so even after renewal like we didn't even know if and if it was ever going to air even when they were in production we didn't know it was going to air even when they wrapped production I was a little bit scared that they were just never going to air it because they did that with Minx or whatever that show is called I think is coming back the one with Jake Johnson yeah but on a different
1: a on thing. a different
2: thing and thing I, and, and yes it could it could have the been also that, that that's
1: another thing if something doesn't come back keep on speaking about it, it might come back on a different platform
2: right it could right that's a thing that could happen but anyway don't lose hope keep our flag the
1: face, baby
2: okay I can't do that right now um our flag means that season two was way more popular than season one mm. way more significantly they got write-ups in all the different magazines, everyone is begging for it. Everyone's begging for Mm. it. Like the demand, it was like the high, the highly, most highly demanded comedy while it was on all of October. That's not, that is not to be taken lightly. It had higher demand than some seasons of Succession. The fans really marketed that show then. No, literally the fans marketed season one. Like the reason that Max started marketing it is just because of the fans. So trust me this, we will get a season three and if we don't, you can call me a liar, but don't be worried about it. <laughs>
1: don't be worried about it.
2: Also, we waited. Well, Amber didn't wait. But
1: I didn't wait a thing, and that's why I'm upset, because it's going to be. Well, I
2: thought it wait. was a great ending. It is a good ending. It like, is a good ending. Like, no, like I don't. There are like going to be Amber, some spoilers. Nah, well, we had to We had to wait a year and a half after Steve left Ed. This wait will be easier.
1: Did you say Steve. Did I say Steve? I think so, because I thought you were about to start talking about Captain America. And I was like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Not I'm me calling Steve. <laughs>
0: Steve. <laughs> um, Guys.
2: What I'll
1: say. Now i speaking, speaking about his name. I was really in my feels one night. I was really sad one night. And I also couldn't find my. <laughs> my nightcap so hard. before i was going to sleep and i go where's my You're, bonnet nightcap. yeah i wanted to wait to say the word bonnet <laughs> and so i said i was I sitting was in my room and i was like really sad already i was like where's my bonnet and it was right after we had watched like four or five one episode whatever episode where uh-huh. they had it. and i was like uh, i immediately just
2: started crying <laughs> <laughs>
1: I bought it, but then I started thinking about Ed. Blackbeard kills me.
2: No, like... Like, he is so... (laughs) Guys! Now I'm high. I love seasons. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love episodes four and five. let's walk through
1: episode four and
2: five. Because that's when... Ed was so angry at Steed, he was like, "You're not a fucking man!" And he gets off the, Ew, he wasn't the boat well. like he was and he was, was not so mad. Well, so. Like he called the bunny a wolf. Yeah, like and then he he meets his old friends, the lesbians, his friends, the lesbians. Oh yeah, and, that, and then that is, okay, right, right. Steed is like, "I wasn't looking for you," and he was like, "Yeah, whatever." And they're acting like, "Yes, and, that and like, is a I, that's a that that was a captivating episode because it was and they like, made up, yeah." Because then they made up and in the woods and like, oh my God, I watched those those scenes so many times when they were like, their, their fight on the couch and then. I need to go back and watch four and five. Y'all. It's like when Seed is about to say, I love you. And Ed's like, don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, like y'all it, need like, to.
1: And he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, it, that's not, he. Okay. He, the way Blackbeard is so like, don't. Because he knows he's like, no, 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 Don't even fucking say it. I cannot handle that. No. And then jumping to episode eight, when he left again, when he left. seven Seven. He was like, I can't do this. No. This, I have to go. He's having
2: like problems. Yeah. He's like, I can't do this. Which is why I said if- he's a Gemini. Yeah, because he flips I was like, back and forth really fast. Yeah, he's all or nothing. Like, he literally, like, is so angry at Steed, and then he forgives him right away. Uh-huh. And then he's like, we need to go slow. And then he has sex with him. And then he's like, that was too fast. I'm leaving. And then he comes back, and he's like, sorry, I was a dick. <laughs> Amber's a Gemini, by the way. <laughs> I...
1: I feel for Ed. I mean... Now, I want to say something about him. All I'm saying is he's moving how his brain truthfully is telling him to move
2: i know because
1: he said oh no i don't feel good <laughs> <But> <laughs> <and> <laughs> i really liked that one time i caught a fish okay bye oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's over there bothering those people <laughs> like, like how long has he been bothering those fishermen he's like pop up what I said, thats literally like the fight we <laughs> had the other night. I was like, what I said was not, I was trying to, I was trying to do something nice.
2: I was trying to get us somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to kick you. Quit calling me Papa. He's like, we're not simple. Stop we're, calling me simple. And he's like, what did I
1: say? And, he, and then he was like, he was like, you don't do anything around here. And he tried to pick up the fish and then dropped it. And it's like really not his fault. He can't <gasps> do it.
2: No, and i was like yeah. oh honey yeah and i relate because <sighs> i'm my venus is gemini and so in the way in the ways of like romance and like relationships connections that's also how i act mm. so um Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. just a poor 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 boy i really love i just
1: i don't know how taika watiti is playing why titi what did i say what titi i said what titi yeah i said taika I said t- Actually, I, I feel like I actually didn't even pronounce Taika right. I think I said Taika YTT though. I think I said it's said Taika It's
2: Taika YTT. YTT. That's what I said. No, no, no. no. It, the emphasis is on Y. Taika YTT. No. you Taika YTT. Yes.
1: <laughs> taika YTT. Taika YTT. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, I used to say it that way as well. Taika YTT. That's how he says his name. And I want to pronounce it right.
1: Yes, that's right. Ah! Speaking of him, Tyga YTG, he pisses me off. I love I just don't know how he's playing Blackbeard, but he's doing something that is just like, what are what is what are you doing?
2: What are you doing? I don't know. Like that's what I We just watched What We Do in the Shadows the movie for Amber just watched it for the first time and like the whole movie. I was like, how is that What is he doing? The, how is that the same guy? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sorry but how in 10 years, like, how was I supposed to know he's gonna play the hottest character I've ever seen he, in my life? Like, hot, like, hottest, most nuanced, most interesting. Like, his wig, his and hair is so, amazing. And he's, so, and he's such a good actor, but like, and he, like, and his,
1: the, I don't even know what to say. The subtlety, like, I'm, like, yeah, the subtlety, it's like the subtlety. I'm just like, how did, you, why did you deliver the line like that? And, and how? how?
2: And who are you? Like, I don't understand either. Like, I actually think this is a f- very valid point that we need to bring to the table, because what the fuck? Because he, like, no, no, I'm serious. What the fuck, Taika?
1: He I just like, 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 the way he mumbles clearly. He mumbles clearly.
2: Wow. Oh it's okay. a Big document. And look at the different sizes of the fonts. Yeah. Those big ones yeah. lure you in, and there are all these tiny little ones. That's where all the tricks are.
1: Like, let it's that like, sink in. Yes, now think about it. Like, he's mumbling, but you can clearly hear what he just said, and it's so quick, but it's like the clearest
2: statement. And, and it's and then it he said with such passion, like such like is emotion, he- and like you can hear everything he feels and means when he says anything. And what is his background in acting? He literally like has never had lessons. That's what he's taught. That's what he has said before. It's like, he's never taken acting lessons. He's He's only ever been in his own stuff. It's his instinct. And he's just like, yeah, like whatever. Cause he knows (laughs) like whatever it's making me insane. He's so like, he's just like so interesting to watch the way that he played like in the first season, he's he's having, he like literally doesn't even know what passive aggression is. And like Steed has to tell him what it is. And then sees cut to season two when he's ignoring Steed in episode three with the lesbians. And Mm. he's like, and Steed's like, I wasn't looking for you. And he's like, you can do whatever you want. You, You pretty good at that anyway. And it's like, he's mastered the art of passive aggression. Oh my God. And like, How is he playing it so well? I don't understand. He's playing like, he's like angry. He just died. His boyfriend is back and he hates him, but he's also obsessed with him. Like he literally just saw him as a merman and you're telling me that you didn't want to see him.
1: Yeah. He's angry with how he's feeling. He's he's like, he's sitting and angry with how he's feeling because he is mad at him still, but he also like was very thankful that he came and he just had this, yeah, he just had that vision. And so he's like, you saved my life. He had been, like, begging anyone around him to, to save him somehow. Right. Gets bring Steve back. That's the way. Like, that was, sub, like, subconsciously all he wanted. And so now it's or happened. Die. Or die. But, like, I also think that he really, he, I don't think he wanted to die. I think he really he wanted, wanted Steve back. back. And that happened. But then he's like, what the
2: fuck did you do that for? Like, <laughs> where did the fuck did you go? Right. And then he's like. You now left- he's mad. He's mad. He's mad. But he's and like, also he went uh, back to Mary, like he went back to his wife. Yeah, and he's like, oh fuck, like no, yeah, fuck this. Anyway, I just I loved those two episodes because I love them coming back together and he and then how like awkward they are in the forest and Steed's like, do you want to come back to the boat to the ship and he's like, yeah, and then he's like, great. It, it, I just love it. I love it. And then and, and episode five when they're just all like together together, I. I, I <laughs> Should, Should we get, get into, into the
1: finale? Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. What happened in the seventh episode that made us cry? I can't remember. It made me cry?
2: You cried when... Oh, you started crying when Steed killed Ned Lowe.
1: Uh, <sighs> yes! My notes here. I have notes. Oh God. First of all, the line when BlackBee was like, I don't respect you enough to kill you. You're not worth the poison. I was like, oh he has that he just he's gained some respect he's gained some self-respect he just yeah. said absolutely not I and he
2: said and that. he was trying to turn
1: poison into positivity like right. Steve said right and then he and then steve he said don't kill clova you can't come back from it steve did it and steve turned into like a mini asshole
2: yeah like he literally you started <laughs> sobbing because of ed's face i think
1: yeah because he was just like ah uh, he's
2: he was like, don't do it. it,
1: it oh, and also kind of reminded me of like Twilight where Edward's like, you don't want to be a monster. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's like, you can't become a sinner like me, Bella. Yeah. you ca- can't have your soul go be damned just like my soul and be damned. Like and she's like, you don't get a say in what my soul does. You don't get a say what I do with my soul. Stop. Like literally, I think Steve is genuinely pissed off
1: that he tortured Blackbeard and his crew. Yeah, and, and he, he literally like
2: star- he literally insulted Ed. That's why he like that's right. what triggered it. It was oh, he right, insulted right, right. Ed. and then yes, oh
1: yes, yeah, they're each other's weak spot. Mm-hmm. That's what I wrote, Amber. And then I said, Ed is so hot, I'm over it. That's what I wrote,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over it. As soon as Amber, as soon as um, because I watched it last week, Amber just watched it this morning, and as soon as Steed grabbed Ed. Amber, you literally said that. You literally went, I'm over
1: it. Wait, wait I, there was another point where I threw the clipboard. Something, he said something and it pissed. Oh, he said something! What did he say? I can't remember! Okay. Is he singing when he was La singing? Levy on Rose. Yeah, I thought. When Izzy was singing. That was really beautiful. He was healing himself and I think he was really like healing himself. He was soothing the fuck out of himself. And also uh Black Pete and Lucius are cute with those knives. I said that because <laughs> <laughs> they were funny because like they were like we, we we need to get a plan. And they were like, okay, we we definitely need more knives. Yeah, and he's like, yeah
2: more <laughs> knives, more knives.
1: Um I his kids were in it oh my god that that just goes back to the scene of like how he presents things like i'm like that scene when he was like he has a knife and you have a knife and be careful with that and slash (laughs) like
2: i'm like (laughs) what that was so cute get out of here get literally get out i like the chemistry between ed and steed is like going to kill me it's gonna kill me like when they i need to tell everybody that i watched Steed grab Ed and slam him against a wall like over and over and over and oh over and over, God. Again. like over and over and over and the over and over. The fireworks
1: were and over a nice over over touch. Over like over that, they always use fireworks, but the way that it like coincided with the actual party in the episode, it was a nice touch.
2: Now I want to get into the. Fin- I have to get into because I cannot talk about it without it. This okay, the full body chills I got when they reunited on the beach. <gasps> Stop the full body. And they kissed twice. The, the they kissed twice.
1: The parallel of the of it being their dream or the dream sequence, like on it like, killed me. Liter- I was like,
2: Mer. Oh, you've done it. Oh, you've done this. And literally, Ed says, "I love you" twice, not once, but twice. And then he's about to kiss him again. He's about to kiss him a third time. And then Zhang is like, "Guys,
1: oh. <laughs> yes, Zhang." Speaking she- of Zhang.
2: We've been like, who? why does she look
1: so familiar this entire time? I finally went to IMDb. Don't know why we hadn't done it before. She's the girl from Broad, the Broad City episode where uh, Abby gets her phone stolen. She's the one who stole the phone.
2: And I just like... <laughs> she's like, Central, Central Park. Where's Central, Central Park? No, not why? like Central Park. And she's like, Central no. Perk. You know what Central Park is? She's like
1: she's drunk so the whole... <laughs> I like it clicked. I was like, oh, that is that she's
2: so fucking funny in that episode. She's really funny in this show too. Like she is so funny in this in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like the finale and how like she's literally depressed. Mm -hmm. And Steed is like, Come on, we gotta
1: get get out here. (gasps) That was another time when I cried when her when her auntie was like, I'm proud of you and she said, Thank you.
2: Yeah, that was really, really sweet.
1: I started sobbing. I that was, was like, get really, out of really here. Sweet.
2: Like, just a bunch of people healing yeah. all at once. It was
1: a good finale. Like, it I was like thought it, go- was it was a well rounded finale. Such a great finale. I Ed, can not wait to however long. Oh
2: my God, the shot of Ed coming out of the ocean after he put Blackbeard back on, he said, Steed is in danger. I have to go do what I'm good at and be Blackbeard right now. And he fucking came out of the ocean. I was like, they didn't do this. I stopped breathing. For they better. absolutely did not do this. This is what they're doing. I said, what the fuck is he he's doing? coming out of the ocean like looking like, like Baywatch, Poseidon, like Poseidon, like it uh, was ugh. ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And then he, and then he killed those two guys and Red Steed's notes, and he was yeah. crying. He was crying. <laughs> You wrote me a lovely letter. he said that. What did he say? He said that was lovely or something. He said, this is lovely.
1: Oh, my God!
2: (laughs) And they reunited, and they kissed twice, and they said, I love, and he said, I love you twice, and then they fought with each other along side by side, and then they got everybody out, and, like, everybody's working together.
1: Everybody's working together. They create an alliance, and it was beautiful. Now, I don't even want to talk about the end. We have to.
2: So, I don't want to. The The way that last episode we talked about Ed's inability to recognize that people love him. <laughs> oh, God. I can't do this. And him. Oh, oh my no. God.
1: I can't. Oh, my goodness. Gracious. I
2: Izzy, Izzy Hands. I loved Izzy this season. Like, I loved him. I did not like him at all season one. Neither
1: did I. I know
2: a lot of people, like, that was their favorite character. There were, like, the Izzy stands. Mm. I didn't like him at all. I was like, he's irritating. He's annoying. He's getting in between Ed and Steed. This season, he was, he, he like, was amazing. He was funny. He went through a full arc, like,
1: with <gasps> Ed and On Steed. the first episode, she said he's about to have an amazing arc this season. Yeah. She called it. Yeah. And he did. And he,
2: did. And and he did. And he did. And he had his stallion leg. And he learned to let himself be loved, too, by the crew before Ed did. And he recognized. And he, and he apologized. And, and the crew, like, stood up for him and, like, welcomed him as one of th- their own. And then he allowed himself to do drag, like, to be, like outwardly queer and not just like internalized homophobia. And so when he was dying and Ed was like, you're my only family. And then he was like, stop. And then he was like, e- everybody. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were sobbing. And then he was like, all these people are your family. And that's exactly what we said. Ed didn't want to accept mm-hmm. in the first episodes Mm -hmm. and he said you and me are blackbeard he said i wouldn't let it go because that's uh, because we're we both are blackbeard Mm. blackbeard is you and me together but i wouldn't let you let you let it go and now you can let it go and just be ed because all these people just love ed
1: oh and he said i'm sorry that i like hesitated i like prolonged your journey to get here yeah he was like i
2: did it purposefully all like over and over i can't and ed was saw mm-hmm. he was saw bing and i saw this on twitter just a couple hours ago but in the first season when he like triggers him into becoming blackbeard again he says there he is and like puts his hand on his face and he slaps it away and then when Ed starts sobbing and he goes, You could just be Ed. He Ed starts sobbing and he says, There he is. That's Ed. Oh
1: no.
0: Oh no. <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
2: Here we are just sobbing. <laughs> we are both just sobbing over Izzy hands. <gasps> we and that put whole a spoiler crew loved alert. him.
1: And also the the my auntie's singing it w- and i w- I was just glad that that they were able to get him back to the boat and have that moment, and it wasn't a lost body. yeah, and like they were able to, like, give him
2: like hold to him. yeah, I'm so upset. Like, <laughs> I still haven't processed it. And <laughs> I'm upset. I'm not mad at the writers for doing it. I no, saw it a lot of people getting really angry. It was good. Um, It would have been, you know, what this show would have been 10 years ago is that Izzy, Izzy would have been the only gay character. He would have, Ed and Steed would have been a friendship journey and Izzy would have been unrequitedly in love with Ed and then they would have killed off their own gay character, their only gay character. So, like, that's not what this is. There are, every single character on this show is queer, basically. There are a lot of different queer narratives and Izzy's was one of them. Oh. And it was unfortunate, but he got to heal and he got to have a redemption arc. We did see it. <sighs> well, this is the first time we've sobbed on the podcast.
1: You know, I don't think it would be about um
2: pirates. If someone told me that, I wouldn't be surprised. I just really
1: have I ha- I I haven't even fully watched Pirates of the Caribbean.
2: There's a there's a I'm not a pirate. I scale. feel like I feel like you. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the show because it's, like, a satire of pirate media. Mm. Like, especially season one. Season one, I was like, this reminds me so much of Pirates of the Caribbean, but, like, if it was so ridiculous. Yeah, which is kind of funny. What We Do in the Shadows and Vampires. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, What We Do in the Shadows reminds me of Twilight in the way that it just reminds me of all vampire media. Like, it's, like, making fun of all vampire media. Right. It's it's really good. It's really good. (gasps) And I, I hope we can get a season three the way Ed also looked at Steed when they were watching Steed, uh watching Pete and Lucius get married. Oh God, I need a tissue. I can't breathe. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I just want a season three. Me too. What were you saying? You cut yourself off. The With way that ed, ed looked, looked <laughs> at Steed <laughs> when he, they were getting married. It's was oh, just like, they want to get, get married. I just was like, hi. Um, <laughs> stop. We This is ridiculous. Honestly, I've seen, been seeing people also say, oh, what am I going to do with my Thursdays now that RO5 means death is off? I'm honestly been a wreck every single Thursday in October, and it's great to get a break. I'm sorry. It'll be good to get a break. I've been a mess every Thursday. I'm definitely the Friday. I'm definitely
1: going to watch season one and two. Like, like really like binge it. Like in a few months. I've literally
2: like been on Tumblr and Twitter, like for hours and hours, hours, way too many hours looking at our flag means death content. It was the same with good omens. It's the same with this. And I need a break. There needs to be a break in this. And fiend. That's what the finale of things honestly should do. It should leave you satisfied. The Good Omens finale did not leave me feeling satisfied. However, it, it was pretty good. depends on the show. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah, need yeah, to leave yeah. you
1: satisfied because what it should do is just, Make it you should think. just leave you at that. Make you feel. Yes, and you say,
2: okay, and we wait till it comes back. We need. And
1: then you take a breath.
2: Yeah, it fresh it air. With I'll say that I wasn't disappointed in the end of season two of Good Omens. And I know you haven't seen it, but like, I feel like usually with fan reactions, sometimes they're like, Fuck the showrunner. Yeah. Like, fuck the showrunner. And there's two different types. It's like, fuck the showrunner. How the fuck dare you make me feel like this? Which is how I feel. But it's honestly joking. And it's off right. obviously like, I'm I'm really glad that you've made like me feel that for I really like in invested. Feel. Thank you for making me feel. So hard. And then there's, fuck the showrunner. Like, this shouldn't have happened. This is bad writing because of this, 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 and this. And that honestly annoys me specifically about Izzy because... People are like, I can't believe, like, you, we let, like, they let him heal and, like, have this redemption arc and then killed him off. And it's like, that's, well, like, a very cynical way of looking at, like, what a story does for Yeah, you. or
1: how life is. Because like, how life is. It's, like, he got to a, a really healthy point in his, like, or a healing point. He was healing himself and,
2: like, he was ready. Yeah, he, Yeah, It was a very, like. Like, that is how life is is and also like wouldn't you like to heal before you die i Mm -hmm. mean it's not like like i feel like it would have been tragic if they killed him like in season in episode three when when we thought he died right but like he got to heal and also like stories don't exist for all the characters to be happy yep and like have perfect lives like stories exist to tell us things about ourselves and our lives and Mm. like The way that his arc was laid out, I think, was extremely beautifully written. Like, including his death, I think that it was like made sense that it was happening, and made sense that it happened in this finale, and made sense given where he, Steed, and Ed were in all of their stories. And I (coughs) would just caution people to like, like fans, to think about like their reaction to media. Just because it makes you feel upset doesn't mean that like it was bad. Yep. I would l- I love to cry in pain and joy at the things that I love that's what being a fangirl is all about I yes think. I
1: speaking of crying and joy I was watching I watched Jimmy Kimmel surprise his kids with Olivia Rodrigo on the way to school oh my god like she picked he picked her up like and little Jane his daughter was like s- <laughs> I was sobbing at this video because Jane was singing these songs with her and it was like she was having the time of her life and I was like oh my god it was like her Hannah Montana I was like this child and then when it when they parked, Jimmy was like, "Is there anything else you want to say to Olivia?" And she, you know, she hadn't said much because she was shy, you know. But she just threw her arms around Olivia, and like Olivia was like, "Oh!" And like she was shocked, and the baby just threw her arms around her because she was like, "What else are you gonna do? This is your idol." <laughs> she, she just sang. She sang "Ballad of a Homeschool Girl" and. Mm. What's the one? Get him back with the babies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so sweet. I love, I love She was when so starstruck. She's such
2: a, like, when tiny little, tiny, tiny little, little kids fans. are starstruck, it's yeah. the cutest
1: thing in the world. Because
2: it's pure. It's so it's pure. Like, it's just pure. It's nothing. It's not like they don't want anything. Like they're not trying to like, I don't know. They're not trying to do anything. They're not trying to get anything from you. They're just like.
1: Which is why a lot of celebrities who are paparazzis are always <laughs> se- like, who might have a rep of being rude are always actually particularly nice to kids. Like I'm thinking of Justin Bieber. There's this there's there's right. a, comp- a compilation of Justin like being very nice to random kid like small kids mm-hmm. who shout him out.
2: You know who's good at that? Who? Daniel Radcliffe. I just mentioned him because we just watched his lie detector test with Jonathan Groff. And it's and funny. I, I, I was laughing the whole time, and I forgot about him because he's just never really in the public eye. But that's not true. He's just private. I say that to mention be- we have we still haven't told the time that we met Daniel Radcliffe. But when we did meet him, he was like, I've never seen someone. As good at signing that many things that fast, and it's because he's Harry Potter. Yes, while having genuine conversations and connecting to people and looking people in the eye, yeah. I was like actually almost speechless because of that. Yeah, not be, not obviously it was because it was Daniel Radcliffe. He but was like he catching literally every like conversation. <coughs> was responding to everybody that had anything to say to him and signing, and signing everything. His
1: head was like o- oh, outside. Wow, wow! He literally immediately like, there were reactions. so many
2: people. And he, I bet he, because he's had years and years and years and years and years of children coming up to him and approaching him.
1: Well, okay. He, I was just thinking because he's on Broadway with Jonathan Groff and clearly Jonathan is obsessed with him. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly he like had a Harry (laughs) Potter Potter (laughs) face. That's what I was (laughs) picking up. (laughs) Is that what you were picking up in that <laughs> video? <laughs> um, oh, he I didn't kept even on picking the keeping the picture. Yeah. Like I know that might be just a joke or whatever, but he probably genuinely no, he grew loves up with Harry him. Potter and is obsessed with it. Like, who, yeah. like this is fucking America.
2: No, he loves him. <laughs> well, when when he was like, Was I was I your favorite part of Hamilton? And Dan said yes and it wasn't a lie, he was like, Dan, you've never told me that. <laughs> Dan's like, Oh, have I not?
1: Yeah, okay, but I just, like, like, I, but I, oh, you're right. All to say, like, he probably goes to work, and it's, like, he probably goes to, like, like, dinner with Daniel, and it's just, like, this is Harry Potter.
2: Yeah, it's probably weird.
1: What to do when you are friends with Harry Potter. working
2: with him every single day, all day. He's
1: Daniel Radcliffe. He's done a lot of other things. He's on Broadway all the time, but, like, at the end of the day. He grew up with us. everyone in the world. Yep. His face.
2: Yep. When he was small, is like Harry Potter. There was a giant picture of him as Harry Potter, the most in famous in Beijing when I went in 2018. Like I, I say that to say like he's Harry everywhere. Potter had been off for almost a decade. Yeah, like he's never
1: going away. It's like it's no, like it's Santa ne- Claus. Yes, it's like, like Harry Santa Potter Claus. has the same recognition power as Santa Claus, because or the sa- it's like the same amount of like um level of
2: household name. Yeah, at this point, everyone knows glasses lightning bolt is Harry Potter and Jonathan Groff. You know, you're right. I'm going to rewatch that. I've seen it twice. I've seen the video twice and I'm going to (laughs) rewatch that video. (laughs) I'm going to rewatch it because I want to watch it with that lens because yeah, he's probably fangirling. I didn't realize that that's probably what it was because he's worked with him for so long now and known him for a while. But, but he, but he is delighted. Like he keeps laughing very, very hard. Like
1: think about it now. Not too hard. Don't hurt yourself, but
2: think about it. I mean,
1: yeah. Like, what if you work with, like, someone who is just, like, so viscerally th- that? Like, uh, stop. D- well, don't look back.
2: I just looked at David Tennant again. I was I thinking, do. because I
1: don't know why this crossed my mind, but I was thinking, like, what if one day I am talking to Niall, like, for maybe what, every day for a week? <laughs> stop. That's weird to me, because, sure, I know he's, a, he's a just a man, but he's also... The blonde one from One Direction that I used to watch the 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 compilations on YouTube for, yeah.
2: But like, you will look at him in the face, and he'll be older and, and also have like hair, this is, a, this is facial hair and brown hair. Doesn't look like he did when he was in One Direction. But like, it's like this is, is Nile. This is him. And I'm talking to him, and and but the thing is, also when you meet someone like that, they're not the person that you knew. No, like, obvi- like obvi- you you know. The public image of them intimately and that's a different person than the one that they are like or in real were. life like yeah well I, I, well I well yeah we can say that but i also do think that a separate a separate thing emerges it's literally i'm gonna relate it back to our five being that it's literally like blackbeard versus ed like mm-hmm. blackbeard does exist but it's not ed mm-hmm. blackbeard exists in the minds of everybody but it's not who ed is and the version of Nile and all the One Direction boys. Well, Harry Potter and Daniel Radcliffe is better uh, exist. example to go. I mean, yeah, but, like, I, I also think about, like, Lady Gaga and mm. Stephanie Germanotta. Right. Like, or... Or, yeah, or Beyonce. Beyonce and, Beon- and Beyonce. Phoenix and Beyonce. And But... But, but, Beyonce but Beyonce. And Beyonce. And Beyonce. Like, that's her and name. And, like, Miley and Hannah. And I was talking this with Alex, because I think that, like, I think it's really smart to create the public image of you and name it something different because it's then that makes it easier to differentiate between you for real, mm-hmm. the real you and mm-hmm. the public you. I think a lot of celebrities and f- and famous people and like our, the this season of our flag means death was was talking about success mm-hmm. and like the dangers of success and it's like what do you want with success and fame and like what do you get with it and 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 all this stuff. Like I'm trying I'm not trying to be controversial, but I think artists like Taylor Swift struggle with differentiating between the public version of her and her. Like I think that she sees the public version of her as her. And so whenever anyone makes a joke about her or makes fun of her, she internalizes it and takes it really, really personally. But at the end of the day, we don't know her. Like I don't know Taylor yeah. Swift. I know her public image and I know what her public persona is, but I also know that she has intrinsically linked the two and mm. she can't tell the difference. Alex said this mm. and I, uh, it blew my mind. Cause I was like, when I watched Lady Gaga's documentary, I was like, Oh, Lady Gaga is just a normal person. And she knows that. And she knows that Lady Gaga is not a real person. Mm-hmm. Like w- Lady Gaga is Stephanie Germanotta. Like yeah. Stephanie Germanotta is a real person. And like Lady Gaga, <clears throat> she created her and she, she, she is who she needs to be mm-hmm. up on that stage. And when she's like introducing bad bunny, like that's Lady Gaga. Fuck. That's motherfucking Lady Gaga. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's genius because it's what drag like queen drag queens and kings do. I mean it's just an alter ego. It's like an alter ego and it makes you more confident. And like everybody I knows
1: everybody who know enough about Beyonce know that she genuinely, when she's on stage, is Sasha Fierce. Like there yeah. like there will be like there she there she is. Yeah. there's Sasha Fierce. But then there'll be moments where like that's Beyonce. Right, right. Like right, when right. She was like I watched a clip where her sunglasses fell off and she did the smallest little uh, recognition in her face that something happened but it, and it was like there's that's Beyonce
2: and I think that I, I also said in, in this conversation I think that like Beyonce created Sasha Fierce to help her with her stage presence and like who she is when she starts to sing mm-hmm. because there's that there's that video I can't remember like which era it was in but there's a video of her singing a song and it was like a song that like pissed everybody all, off when it came out like I think it was during the 2000s mm-hmm. and it pissed off like the whole like everyone like the black elders in the black community were like who she thinks she is. And like other, what other artists were like, Oh damn, she really thinks she's something. And it was, was like, it? it was just like, I don't remember what song it was. I, I, somebody tell me if you know, I don't remember what song it was, but it was like, so, it was just like, it was just like what, what's ever in like, think about any Beyonce song. Like I'm the shit. I'm that bitch. I'm oh. like, blah, 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 blah. Like diva? Any, no, it wasn't diva. It was, it was something. I don't remember what it was, but she was In the booth recording it, and she was like, she was like laughing, 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 like normal, normal to like the producers and like the documentary. And then she started singing. She's like, (laughs)
3: like
2: partition. (laughs) No, 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 no. It was before. It was in the two thousands. It was before Beyonce self titled. Okay. Um, Amber, you're not gonna know what it is. You're not gonna know what it is. But I've seen that. It was. It was a single of something that. Like wasn't one Ring of Ring the ma- alarm. No, it wasn't a I've main seen single that like clip, that. Though. No, no. I've seen the clip. Ring though. the alarm is about a man. I
1: know, but no. I, what I'm saying is, like, I know I'm not going to yeah. guess it, but I've seen the clip you're I talking believe about. That I can s- picture it, but I also can't hear
2: what the song is. I believe you. Um, but I just say all that to say that I think she created Sasha Fierce to help her with that. And now she doesn't really need Sasha Fierce anymore. She just needs, like, the public version of Beyonce. Like, I think she used that to train herself how to, like, be fierce on stage like that. And mm. then, like, is not public anymore. So she can just be P- Beyonce on stage. And then she can just be she can afford regular Beyonce yeah. in her private life. Mm. And, like, I think that's interesting in relation to steed meeting ed and like not even realizing he was blackbeard the first time he met him like being like do you work for blackbeard and he's like yeah i guess i do like you could say that and he doesn't realize he's blackbeard until way later and then he's kind of like oh my god like if he had realized he was blackbeard immediately he would have been like way different but Mm -hmm. then he acts all weird and he's like "He does not think blackbeard thinks i'm a fool that blackbeard probably thinks i'm a fool and he's like nah he didn't know it's like no it's probably fine probably not think about you and cut to just, like, the ups and downs of having an alter ego mm-hmm. that protect you. Yeah. Because I've been thinking that about that a lot. I mean, we've become more public. Like, I, just I put think when all my th- thoughts online,
1: and I it's I just, just like. Yeah, when, like and especially, like, when it comes to going on stage, it's like just, you know what a stage presence looks like that you enjoy watching when you're in the audience. Yeah. Be that. Just for 20 minutes, or however long your set is.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then on the flip side, it's, like, making an alter ego makes it so that they're judging the alter ego. They're not judging you because they don't know you. Yeah. It's like Tom Holland being, like, if you have an opinion on me, text me. And if you don't have... Yeah, and I think Tom Holland had his own little um, life lesson with
1: that because he as we've said earlier was chronically online and then i think he was like oh wait i'm i'm losing my sense of self
2: yeah like you don't need to base your opinion on yourself off the opinion that the world has of you because they don't know you like the world cannot get to know you Mm -mm. you can't know more people more than like i can do as many interviews as you
1: want but it's like we will know that that
2: that version of you on that day for that minute yeah yeah so with people like Beyonce and Lady Gaga, I think they do it really well. Mm-hmm. Like they're just normal people. But like when Lady Gaga gets on stage, it's like, that's fucking Lady Gaga. And like, n- you can't even touch her. Yeah. Um. And Ed created it, but then it was like, it, then it got toxic. Cause yeah. then he would like do things that maybe he was regretted or like, didn't um resonate with just because yeah. of the name Blackbeard. Right. Because of the title and the, in the image of it. And also it's like, well, Steed, loved ed so i'm not gonna be that person that Steed loved or like became friends with he Mm -hmm. didn't know that he loved him until he read those goddamn letters yeah
1: i said taika ytt pisses me off
2: (laughs) i mean i think that like several times a day that was the last note i had on the series taika pisses me off um reese pisses me off the whole rest of the cast pisses me off um amber said that she saw frenchy at a bar a year ago and like didn't even fucking tell me kelsey and i kelsey and i
1: were out with uh, with the, our friend group and like she said do you watch our flag it means that that's one of the pirates and i had i think i'd only seen like three episodes and didn't pay attention because it was back then like that era where i was like i'll i'll watch it eventually but
2: I swear I texted you. I, I, I swear I texted you. You didn't tell me which one it was, though. Like, you didn't know who it was. Okay. Or I don't know if you texted me. I don't think you did. I swear. I don't think you did. I didn't realize that Amber was there when they saw Frenchie, but he was at a bar that we frequent, and he's so hot. Like, Frenchie, you got to be kidding me. I I want to say, shout out, I want to have a Calypso's birthday party. Oh, that's I wanna a good throw idea. that. Like that's what I said
1: next next year at Comic Con. I was like, they sh- they're probably going to do that party on the boat at night. They
2: I wonder if they could get it because I bet that boat is very exclusive and probably more expensive at night. But you know, we should think about having throwing a boat party. No,
1: no, I'm not getting on a boat. Amber in
2: docked. Okay, you got on a boat. I'll get There's on a footage.
1: Boat. I thought you meant setting out to sea. Okay. Lunatic. I won't do
2: You know what that. I watched again last night? The H2O pilot. And it really reminded me of Our Flag Means Death. Aww.
1: Because
2: they go out to sea. <laughs> and they're <laughs> mermaids.
1: <laughs> as much as I love mermaids, I hate boats.
2: I love mermaids. I love mermaids. Don't ask me to get on a boat. I'm excited to watch Barbie Mermaidia and see how much it reminds me of Our Flag Means me Death, too. too. Y'all, you heard it here first. There
1: is a huge, should we say... <laughs>
2: Well, no, more, no, no. no. All we'll say is that we're w- rewatching all the Barbie animated movies. So in order, yeah,
1: that's all we'll say. Just know
2: that that's what we're
1: up to lately. We
2: are the champions, my friend. Oh, that's right, the champions of watching Barbie movies. <sighs> Can I s- and movies that remind us of the sea?
1: Wait, listen, listen, sing, sing, sing with me.
2: <clears throat>
1: and the stop. Wait.
2: In the, south land. in the
1: Southland, in the Southland, there's, there's a city way down by the river, where the women are very pretty, and, and all the men, men deliver. deliver, they we got, got the music, it's always playing, right. in the daytime, go
2: all through the night, and, and when they, they hear that music playing, play, it will them, them say to make you feel alright. No, we have to stop.
1: Dreams do come true in
2: New, new Orleans. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. So that was that episode. <laughs> and again. <laughs> We are planning a lot of upcoming <laughs> cool episodes. Like <laughs> And maybe a big ass event. Who knows? Maybe a big ass event in December. Um, please consider becoming a patron on our Patreon at patreon.com slash fangirlcentral because we might be we we will be making more videos about topics that we don't have time to talk about on the podcast. Like Doctor Who's returning in a month. Okay. Doctor Who's returning in a month, all right? And other things like that. yeah. and like so much so we'll stuff. have like exclusive stuff on Patreon where it's like videos. We have a Patreon only discord. Um we have a whole bunch of stuff like somebody ex- like w- asked us to play Baldur's Gate, and we are not gamers, but I think, but I told that to Ben and he was like, I would watch that. Like we'll do w- our we, best. We will do our best. We're bad at it, but like my friend he, he's a gamer. That's why I, I we love will that. do our best and we will do our best at everything just like we did with this episode and even though we sobbed in it i think that there's some nice there's some things to take from it what so what uh, what you what you guys need to know
1: and know that we know is that it's good to always
2: keep keep it chaotic chaotic.
0: (laughs) 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 There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues